It's a one-time only reunion of TSN Weekend here on The Drive. Good afternoon. Yes, it's Lieber Sage. It's Graham Creech and it's Steve Bunda. Let's go. Little NWO creature to fire you up after last night. Sends win. Free intermissions and post game. A little late. A little late. See Bunda here as well, but Creature, always good to see you. How are you? Uh, the uh, the Jim Ross did it for me. Like, this, <laughs> the sprinkled in. That that really did it for me. Good job. Fantastic That's... job. Steve Bunda. Uh, I needed a little something else. I, I got a couple people to help me out with the voice. Yeah, a couple. It sounded yeah. like it. The entire CFRA newsroom. <laughs> just about. Just about. Um, but that was like, you know what? Has I he just... turned heel, by the way? No, we've turned heel. TSN Weekend we taking okay. over the drive, yeah. right? I mean, like, I feel like he's gone full RA. Exactly. Like, oh. if it's not full, maybe it's like 90%. Steve maybe there's that chance that we're in, like, a title event and he turns heel on them back for us. Kind of waiting for it in some CFRA news update mm. in other days where he's going to just all of a sudden, like, hey, here's Steve Bundo with your news from the 580 CFRA newsroom, and something's going to happen that we have no idea. Speaking about things that we have no idea what's going to happen, almost every TSN weekend show back in the day. <laughs> you never know what was going to happen on that particular program. I'm very happy to see you. Yeah, me too. Two guys. I, like, I, I didn't even know I was working this show. I think when the initial schedule came out, I was doing um, In the Box. and Because I, I remember seeing, like, ooh, I'm going to be here past two and producing and co-hosting next morning. I'm like, that's going to be fun. And then all of a sudden, I, I came in and into the newsroom like a couple days later, and I heard people talking about, oh, you're on the drive. AJ's on in the box. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I looked, and like, not only was I on the drive, Steve Bunda was producing. I was like, let's go, boys. Steve Bunda, how the heck are you? We've seen you a little bit here We've in heard and around. Him with the news exactly, updates but this week. We haven't had a chance to have you on the program. How you been? Yeah, I'm good. You know, I've uh, I've uh, done my spot kind of filling in. Like Creed said, about 90% CFRA right now. Mm-hmm. Um, then you could mix into like 9.9% uh, of TSN and kind of sends games. And then I had like a point one where I, I hooked, uh, I guess I helped out on uh, Pure Country with Sophie in the morning one day. So, oh, nice. You know what? They're just that backup goaltender that's everywhere. But boys. Suitcase. It's good. Move 100. Look out. Yeah, they haven't Steve asked me. I don't think they want me. <laughs> they might be sour from a prank I pulled a couple years ago. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the case. No, because they wouldn't let me back in the building. Worst, I've done worse around here. Worst kept secret going that you tried to keep on with. Which I don't know the if funny, they know. Which is the funniest part that you've tried I think tried the person to... that it happens who doesn't really communicate with anyone over oh, here. So okay. I, I don't think they're it aware. All de- it all depends, too, because I think I've pulled multiple. Yeah. <laughs> no, you think or you I know? You pull so many pranks. The other day I was here, and I don't remember what happened, but something happened overnight, and I was getting ready for um, the pregame. And I, a couple of listeners, shout out to Seaver, Seaver Sage, actually. He, mm-hmm. he tweeted, direct message me on Twitter, hey, I don't know if you're in the building yet, but it says the pregame show's already started. And it's dead air. <laughs> so 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 I come in here, I'm like, uh oh. So and, and luckily Bunda was here too, because I there's an item 
like I, I know how to fix the problem temporarily, but I don't know like there, you enter this other type of mode and then you have to exit it and then re-enter it kind of thing. And I wasn't sure how to do that. So we, we fixed the problem and, and then Cam came up and <laughs> Funda's like, hey, Cam, this is what's going on. Like, you should go fix it kind of thing. And Cam's like, yeah, okay. He's like, no, like, I got... I'm serious. Like we're in ESPN right now, and he's like, "Oh, very funny, Mister Prankster." Like he just he does it so often that no, like nobody believes him anymore. No, it was true. I hope but... something bad doesn't happen to you because <laughs> you're gonna be the boy who cried wolf one too many times, and no one's gonna come to help you out. Yeah, and that's kind of comes with the territory, right? Yeah, yeah. It's risk reward, right? Yeah, there's no real risk. It's all rewards. <laughs> So far. Especially for... It's been good for me on the sidelines. I was going to say, exactly. <laughs> well, you're going to have to help out Creech with the pranks because last week, and as a good guy, at like 158 or whatever, he's ending his show and our show's beginning on the drive. And he comes out to tell me, he's like, yeah, I, you know, your boots. I was just, yeah, I was like, just letting you know, you're going to have to find your boots. Before right. Six. What is a grade five snow boots that yeah. he walks around? Yeah, but, exactly. But, but here's the issue. I'm like... I don't know. I have shoes on. I didn't wear boots into work. I got my shoes on. Whatever you've done, it ain't to me. <laughs> so, it, was, it was Kenny's boots. <laughs> and, and, and you know how Kenny reacts to those. He definitely kicked me. <laughs> he's, he's working with he's Kenny, already, right? He's already in a sour and it's, mood. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I don't but know Kenny you... saw me put them there, so we, that's why that's the odd thing too. Like <laughs> he he saw me do it. He should have known that they were his immediately, but he didn't. Because I, I even told him like ah, I just these are what the guys these are what the guys put Callum shoes. So I'm I'm right. putting Lee's shoes here, Lee's boots here. Well, they weren't my boots. <laughs> I'm no. looking. I'm going. I wish you hadn't said anything because I, having Kenny yeah, wander that... around for a couple of minutes after already sour. And then leaving at 2 o'clock and not being able to find his and boots even for two minutes would have been awesome. Only reason I said anything, I'm like, what if Lee's in a hurry at 6? Like, you never know what's going I on know. with Lee's life. He could we be in a hurry. I don't yeah. want him. And, and then by that time, it'll be a Such whole a new dude, crew right? in the newsroom, right? <laughs> so no one would know. Right. So he wants to pull a prank, but then at the end of it, he's like, ah, I probably shouldn't, and comes and tells you. And then like, I didn't tell you where. I just I told you that they were missing. But I didn't wear boots that day. My shoes were on. So... Good stuff. We we got a fantastic program for you coming up. I, I barely know what's going on on this show. I do know that one of our callbacks, Mitchell White, is going to join us. One of the best football analysts, former CFLer. He's now been, I think, a, is it 22 schools in six years, Steve? <laughs> you know what? It's got to be close. He's been. <laughs> it's got to be close. It's like he coaches four games. Somebody comes today. Hey, I think he's a good coach. You want to move? Yeah, sure. I think he's rising in the ranks in NCAA college football, which is awesome for him uh, and his young family. And uh, he'll be on to talk, you know, just to recap what's going on in, in his life and talk some football. Uh, regular contributor on Fridays, Vanessa Sanchez, will be along at 340. Uh, shouldn't be all that difficult to just go, so Vanessa, a uh, nice what's coming up on She's Got Game and Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Let's let's talk. <laughs> Is she a Jets fan? Yeah, huge. I didn't know that. I knew I knew her college football allegiances where they lie. Yeah, I didn't, huge I Jets didn't know, fan. Okay. And so, how do you feel about? Is she going to pull a Maddie and pretend to root against her own team? Well, I have no idea. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I don't think so. 
Connor's feet is well asleep. Pretend as- to root against he, what team? He's, he's well asleep at this point, probably having to stay up, and then he was up doing the TSN mornings. I hope he got the coffee right today. No, you know what he did get wrong? Because I was listening, oh. and I, I, I heard the feedback from some... Because if you get this wrong on that show, you hear about it from the listeners. And okay. it's not his fault, because there's a lot of options. Well, maybe it's a little bit his fault. He played the wrong Friday song. Oh no! And that's like when I when I filled in, I, I don't fill in that too often because usually yeah. I'm I'm hosting other other places. But there was a couple shows I did in the winter, I think, maybe in the fall, and you got to play that weekend song on Friday at like seven thirty five or whatever it is, yeah. and nine thirty five. Oh yeah, and it has you, you to have be to. the Rebecca Black slash Rihanna, like morphed into one, right? And and I, I got it, and I knew that because I, I listen. I'm usually driving around doing drop-offs and stuff uh, mm-hmm. in the morning. So I, I was aware of that and just asked Hammer, like, which which one is it? He's like, oh, it's this one. And I've I've been here when Cam played it, and it was the wrong one, and you should see the text that come in. And like even if you even if it's, you don't end up playing the wrong one, if you end up playing it like maybe half an hour late, like the text come in. It's, oh, it's 7.35, boom, here's 400 texts. Where's the song? Where's the Friday song? Well, no- so he played the wrong one today, and... Not only that too, but like Simmer is pretty big into it. He loves Simmer is big. So into like, it. It, it, you don't want to get. You Simmer. can't screw that up. <laughs> no. like, that's Simmer cruising into a weekend. Yeah, it's you, the Simmer vibe for sure. You need yeah. that. So he was up early. But yeah, that's tough. That's a uh, that's tough to not be on that schedule, right? And then go. I don't know what time he would have been up at three in the morning. Well, or something especially like that. with the late Sens game, right? That you know by three nothing, early in the game, you're like, man, I might be able to go to bed halfway through here. Sends will be cruising five nothing in Seattle. Not so much. Hmm. Up three nothing, three three four three Seattle, but found a way, Graham. And you were a part. Of, I should say usually Matt Scooby on Fridays as well for the old pop by. I know Graham loves the pop by, but I just heard he went home with a child that was sick and got called called home. Nothing serious, just. I'm sure you've been through it. Kid's sick, and someone's got to go get the kid. Yeah. So I think he's... Been there, for sure. I think he's either on the way home, so no pop-by. No pop-by. I don't know if we'll get a call from him, but no pop-by from from Matt Scooby. Uh, and then one of our, our old football friends, Brent Sobleski. Oh, you know about it. Well, I just found out. Okay. Like... I guessed. I'm like, it's Oh, for see, sure. I, I didn't, and I found out at 150-something about Brent Sobleski coming on. We'll probably talk a lot of AEW wrestling, but we'll try and mix in some football as well. He's <laughs> he's the football guy. I did wear, and it's hilarious that I wore my MJF shirt here, and I didn't know that Brent was coming on the program, and he's a big AEW fan. Is MJF the champion? He is. <laughs> that, I'm, I promise I'm not going to I'm not no, gonna troll you today. No. I'm not going to do the jokes. I know it's a big month. I know WrestleSlam's coming up, so I'm just yeah. not going <laughs> to... He can't. I just, he can't oh. get three sentences out <laughs> by saying it. I'm not going to do it, and then calling it Wrestle Slam. Uh, didn't he just call him MGF too? Did he? I, I whatever I said, I didn't intentionally <laughs> no, do it. If I did it wrong, the Wrestle Slam you did. No, yes, that. But the wrestler's <laughs> name I didn't. Yeah, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. So I wore my shirt today, not knowing that Brent was on the program. So yeah, you wear a wrestling shirt every day, but not an AEW. Not an AEW shirt every day. It just happens. Is Jericho to be. AEW? Yes. So you you have like six Jericho shirts. So it's probably uh, a pretty good, like probably better chances than not which that you one, are wearing an AEW shirt. Three, which one's Bullet Club? For uh, Bullet Club was a New Japan 
thing. Okay. Uh, but that's but, got ties to AEW. But so a lot of a lot of guys AEW. from the Bullet Club are now in AEW because that yeah. shirt is an older. Shirt. Were you just counting your Jericho T-shirts? I was. And you're at at least four. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wasn't exactly. I have a. You're welcome. I have a Jericho Appreciation Society. I have you have an, a goat in, one. It, I have a Jericho. That's my favorite one. Jericho. And then I have an inner circle. So I at least have four Jerichos. I'm trying to think. I wish I could get to five, but I don't think I can. You got a couple CM Punks. Yeah. I don't know where. Well, he's <laughs> he's off in the distance right now. He's not around. He did some not good things. He got the fight behind the scenes and basically was the reason why the big fight happened. And nobody likes him. Oh, that was real. Yeah. Well, hopefully he, well, he uh... was the champion. He won the championship. Held a press conference, got in a fight with all of the. I did see that. Around. I just figured it was some kind of storyline to no. generate buzz. No, and they stripped him of the title and sent him home and goodbye. Oh wow! And so the rest, is he anywhere? No, the rest of the company got together and were like, "Yeah, we don't want the guy back." So sounds about it like his UFC career. Yeah, no, got into a fight and got kicked out. Okay, see, don't don't make jokes this early, Steve. Okay, I promise you, I won't intentionally. Okay, troll so let's. Again. I know it's a passion of yours. We, we got, I know oh, you won an award for it. Oh, I know Bunda won an award for it. Th- this is wrestling. Oh, Zach McGibbon. He's just taking it from Steve Bunda on a lot of different angles and on social media and different things. I felt bad. We did discuss it this week. So he bought a car. He moved to Belleville and he bought a car. And he bought it in like Madoc, Ontario. Which I know where Madoc is because they do a lot of trips to Peterborough back and forth. But not a lot of people would if you haven't traveled Highway 7. A lot you wouldn't really know where Madoc is. So I'm like, you bought a car in Madoc? Like, what are you doing? And I'm just kind of giving him the gears. But I'm happy he got a car and he can get around. Well, doesn't the car break down like weeks after he bought it? Like, for real. Oh, no. Yeah. And so I've been giving it to him like just in jest about buying a car from me, not thinking the car was actually going to break down weeks after he bought it. And then... He tells me the story. He's like, so he gets CAA and somebody else in Belleville's pushing him to the side of the road. And so he finally gets CAA and he gets the car on the, the CAA truck and he tells him to take it to, you know, Benson Auto. So they take it to Benson Auto, leave it there. He gets up and it was just on a Sunday, he gets up Monday morning, calls them. As soon as they open, the girl goes, I hate to cut you off, but this is Benson Auto Parts, not Benson garage and he's like well you have the same name and the same colors and she's like yeah we don't do that <laughs> had, had to call up caa again oh, man. To, to move the car from benson auto parts to benson auto garage or whatever it was a full 1.5 kilometer difference had to get on the phone see how yeah, his car gone for so i felt bad about i feel like that's 140 bucks or yeah. even more than that like well, if you a have fee a, to pick it up and a fee to drop it off. You no have matter. a certain, if you get the membership, you have like two yeah, or three true. a year. He's got a contact simmer for sure. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I felt bad. So I only spent about 15 minutes giving it to him about his broken down car this week on This Is Wrestling, the podcast, before we got to some of the real stuff. Just like this 15 minutes, it's 219, and we probably should get to the fact that the Ottawa Senators blew a 3 nothing lead, got down 4-3, and found a way to come back. And beat the Seattle crack. And you hosted the post-game show last night. What was it like? It was fantastic. Those are the best post-game show ever. It was great. Right? I, I don't mind doing the solo one. Like, people, oh, you have to be by yourself and it's late. Like, whatever. Like, I'm going to be up anyways. Yeah. Maybe not. Like, I, I'm not going to be up 
and going to bed at like four no. kind of thing. It's but just tough if they lose five nothing. It's a yes. tough. It's a but tough you know thing what? to do. It's all good because I've worked all those shows. Like I worked that the Canadian Division series when they wouldn't just go out there for a few. They go out there for like nine games because they play like three against Calgary, three yeah. against Edmonton, and they were out of it. Like sixteen games into the year, their season was garbage and toast. Right. So it's like two in the morning. I'm taking calls from people who are sick of this, and I don't blame them. So it's not. I don't care about working those in terms of. It doesn't bother me. It's uh, it's the fans that are staying up. You know what? We got a lot of love from the West Coast. Like, so many people from from Vancouver or Victoria um, yeah, that's were, were calling scene. in. Yeah. And multiple that were at the game in Seattle and that were going oh, to really? the game on Saturday. And they're all fired up because it's the first Saturday night game that the, that the Sens are playing in Vancouver in like yeah. a long time. So everyone's, everyone's pumped and excited. Dr. Bob called. He's, get this, Okay. Everyone knows he's at all the games. Like he, his, well, his plan was to go to six. I knew about his trip. Like he texted us during the week, and he was in Idaho, and AJ was questioning his roots. Like, why would you go this way? And he was car camping, so he went a, a different way. And I, he was in Idaho the last time we heard from him Wednesday or whatever it was. All right, he's added a leg to his trip. Last night he rewarded himself sleeping in a hotel. Okay. During the game last night, he decided to buy tickets to Sens Avs on Thursday. He's going to Oilers Sens on Tuesday. 35-hour drive. Come on. Tuesday night, they're in Edmonton. The game ends, and he's got, what, 40, Less than 48 45 hours. hours or something like that. To get 35 hours down the road. And there is the time change, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. I told him to drive safe. No, See not, you Thursday. Not a lot of room for error. No. On that trip. But what a... Those post games I always found were the best because you're right. The people that are going to stay up and watch it, they're not just casually watching. They're like super into it. And then you have a game where you... They said you have a 3 nothing lead. You're down 4-3. You find a way to win. It's a big win for the team. It at least puts them back up in a conversation. Yeah, it wasn't a great result with the Islanders in Pittsburgh last night, but you know you can only do what you can do, and you found a way to win a hockey game that you needed to win. Yeah. So that would have been fun to hear from people last night. It was night. great, and I, I was going to get to this too. I already told Lee this before we went to air, but somebody texted in. Bob from Australia called too. So Bob from Brisbane, Australia called. Has no ability to watch any games, so he listens to all the games on our app. Every game. And that's like, I don't know what the, uh, I I'm could, just uh, looking you're checking the time change. Yep. So I wasn't sure, but, uh, but yeah, he, he listens to all the pre and post game shows in the games and, and called in, uh, was fired up last night. So right now it's five twenty two in the morning in Brisbane and what? That's 15 hours, which isn't. As much as some other places in Australia, but I mean, do the math from last night. That's, I love stuff like that. Like one of my favorite memories was being able to do some of the post game shows from the 2017 run and how it brought so many people together in the playoffs that from all around the world, wherever they were, maybe couldn't watch it, but listen to it. I remember hearing from people literally in the jungles of Africa. 
like sitting there going living and dying with sends and rangers in the second round and stuff like that. And it, you hope that they can keep winning enough that people start to feel this way a little bit more. But last night was a really good start, right? On the West Coast, get embarrassed by a bad Blackhawks team. You lose a little bit of hope, and you come back, and you find a way to win a hockey game against a good team last night. They have to do it more. I mean, this weekend's a big weekend for them. Yeah. But they found a way last night. Good for them. I don't, I could care less if they won one nothing, 7 nothing, 5-4. Doesn't matter. Found a way to win the hockey game. It's all that counts right now. Yeah, and I, I, I love the tightness of this group. Like, I, it, we always hear about how tight the locker room is from veterans or newcomers that, that are required midseason, but it's like it's, it's not BS. You can, you can feel it, and I love mm-hmm. one of my favorite things after every win is to watch the goggle video, mm-hmm. and they just get it. Like, it, it's not necessarily who had the best game. It's, it's what means things to, to that group, and last night it was Patrick Brown did score in his first game as a Sen. But it's hey, welcome to the group. Like you're part of the group. Here are the goggles. Yeah, and and they get they've done that a number of times with people celebrating milestones or, um, yeah, like Austin Watson celebrating a a milestone of sobriety. Like there's there's a number of things that they recognize that uh, go deeper than just goals and assists. And uh, and uh, yeah, I loved that last night. It, it got so wacky last night in the post game show. I barked and meowed. <laughs> did what it, did Cam clip that? I don't know. Oh, man. You barked and meowed. Sounds like I'm going back, Lee. You, you can guess why I meowed. Alex it. Clojure's a dog. Okay. He's, gonna... he's a dog. I, I could have been here for a long time <laughs> trying to guess why you barked. Was... He hounded that puck down on a, the game-winning goal. That, that was all him. The game-tying goal. As soon as he got hit, that, that questionable hit, I'm like, he's taking a penalty here because you could see he was fuming. Right. And I love when he gets yappy and... And, and and like that, he unfortunately takes a high sticking penalty, but whatever, they kill it off, and uh, he punches the the penalty box as as he's giving it to the ref and the player on the the way back. And then that that goal, when he as soon as he saw it was getting turned over, his stick was pointing to the rafters. He wanted that puck from Stutzla. He got that puck from Stutzla. He ripped that puck home to tie the game, and then he creates that that game winning goal. He's a dog, so he's barking, he's meowing. <laughs> Man, and you bring up the room too. Like it, every time they add guys, like I just love how they all click. Still, like you know, guys like Claude Giroux too. Just showing, like that's a moment where you went out and got him for right. A veteran guy, meaningful game, mean, meaningful times, makes that huge play to you know get that game winning goal. But just the way that they all gel, Chickering too, right? Like you just see him yelling with the boys. Like these guys mm-hmm. that get brought in, like you said, Patrick Brown, like all like these most recent guys. All contributing last night, but you just see the way the team just adapts around them. I feel like that's a Brady vibe, right? He just Brady just loves everybody except for if you're not on his team, and maybe his brother. But it just seems like they're just so close, and they're always just vibing. No matter who you bring in, if you're new, it's like all right, let's go. Totally agree. And for this team, they'll have to make the playoffs. For me, I know every Sins fan wants them to. I'd love them to as well for the fans, but it's these moments. Right? Like it is moments that you have a three nothing lead, you get down four three, and thirty one seconds later, the dog is tying the game. And nothing but a G thing. <laughs> wow. Shouldn't have started this. But <laughs> I wanted Creech to do another part. <laughs> I, <know, laughs> I, I kinda did too. I you know what I am kind of fried right now, and it's not because of the turnaround. It's the I napped too long. Like I cause I got up, like I Life still goes on, right? So I got up with the kids, got them ready for school and daycare and all yep. that stuff, and come home, and then, you, like, I'm up then. So I, 
didn't nap immediately. And then even like I forced the nap. It's like, okay, like, I need to sleep. Not really on much sleep here. Let's let's get an hour or two. Can now you and do half. that? Like, I, I guess what? you're better at that. Can it what? Nap? Like forcing a nap. Like if I don't feel a nap oh, coming yeah. on, I, I cannot. I, I'm almost a professional now. <laughs> like I, napping is fantastic. Um, I cannot force it, a it's, nap. I can't force like the falling asleep part, but like I will at some point. So I don't know. I, I texted you. It was probably close to 10 where I'm like, okay, let's let's get an hour and a half here. It was good morning, good night. See you at the beginning of the show. Yeah. And I uh, just want to let you know, don't don't stress if I'm not there oh, I w- I half an hour stress. before the show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so at some point I fell asleep. I often don't And then stress. my alarm came on and I think I was good, but I snoozed like three times. And I was like, uh-oh, I, I have to get up now. Like now we're, <laughs> I actually have to go. I often don't stress half an hour before a show if I don't see people, Creature. You got the traffic and weather today. That's right. Steve Bunda. I mean, I guess you do a lot of traffic and weather on CFRA. But on a Friday it's like a afternoon. scaled down version. Like he doesn't even have to sink his teeth in as much. No. But he should. Let's bring it. Well, you're only doing it one day. You're back on the drive. It's TSN weekend on the drive. You better sink your teeth in. No, it. I meant specifically the traffic part of That's it. That's what I mean. Yeah, okay. I don't expect very much of him today on the drive. Oh, I expect creature. a lot. He's he's bringing the energy <laughs> like he always does. That, that's guaranteed lockdown. That was a massive intro. He's created memes that I don't know if you have Twitter, but he created a meme for the show as he well. He did. Yeah. Is it good? That's pretty good. You're, it's up your alley. It's wrestling. Oh, so. well, if it's a wrestle slam thing, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> now you got him saying wrestle slam. Yeah, we, you've got to reach. Lever Sage, Graham Creech, Steve Bunda with you. The afternoon. Can't wait till Slammer Mania in the summer. Here on the drive on TSN 1200. It's a one-time TSN weekend reunion. Lever Sage, Graham Creech, Steve Bunda. All the callbacks, the music. Fantastic. This was a staple on TSN weekend. It was. I did have one request yesterday. I was like, I don't want to. I heard Bunda's first show back, and I respected it. He went, he went full GNR. And you're like, oh, Bunda can do whatever he wants. And I'm like, no. I'm like. Honda's got to do TSN weekend songs. Yeah, I got that out of my system with Lloydie. I made him suffer. <laughs> Lloydie and Fritchie. I don't think I'd suffer with a whole GNR show, but it just That's doesn't true. need to be over and over and over again. But Yeah, it's not suffering. It's just like, oh, I want a yeah. different vibe. Yep. Like, how often do you hear Serial Joe? Not often, not if often. you're not listening to TSN weekend. <laughs> got some classic drops. <laughs> That's so good. A um, <laughs> couple of quick updates here. Uh, the Carlton Ravens men's basketball team uh, got by UQAM earlier today. They got by. They didn't exactly dominate, but they're through to the semifinals at the men's uh, U Sports National Basketball Championships. And right now, the University of Ottawa playing Winnipeg in their quarterfinal matchup. And with 539 left, in the second quarter, they're up 38-17. So, you got a 21-point lead in the second quarter. Uh, that's a good start for the University of Ottawa GGs. And if they win, then tomorrow it sets up what will be the fourth matchup of the year between the Ottawa GGs and the Carleton Ravens. And then one team from Ottawa will be in the national final, which is awesome. Uh, I think you got to look at it that way. Before. I'm putting you right on the spot here. Yep. I know that you interview somebody every Wednesday. Dave Smart. He was on Thursday yesterday. Yep. Had to adjust his schedule. 
Has I'd, it gotten to a point? Had James Darwin on Wednesday, though. Yep. When I heard you teeing up, James, mm-hmm. when I was driving home, I was like, I can't have both guys on the same day. And then you you eventually said Dave was yeah. joining Thursday. You didn't have him on at the same time, did you? Nope. Okay. Different days. Different yeah, it didn't, didn't go in. It wasn't <laughs> even 305. I like that move. That's a good move. You don't want to okay. go no. at the same time. Different different teams, right? Different coaches. That's what different days. I wasn't sure. Maybe you just yeah, no. talk, talk him well, into it, trick him into it. I'm, uh, I'm letting you know now that that did not happen. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good move. <laughs> I think that's the wise move. Yes. So they, they face off. Let's say they Ottawa takes care of business here. Yeah. They face off in the semifinal. Mm-hmm. Has it gotten to a point where you're rooting for the underdog? Where I'm rooting for the underdog. Um, or is it just, you know what, I like both coaches. Both programs. Well, again, wins, Dave, wins. Dave is not the coach, right? So yeah, sorry, I, I said both coaches there, but both. Yep, Dave. You have them on the program. Is the um, I don't know what he is. Director of basketball operations. Uh, I know that the women's head coach called him the the general manager of Carlton. Which he, 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 he didn't. He didn't love that. Come but on, he still can... represents Carlton. He's, uh, he's always the coach, too, right? Like it's yeah, I call him, call coach. him yeah. coach in the interview. Yeah, I, I was do. gonna say he's yeah. just he's. I was loosely <laughs> using the term coach, but I still like if I ever see Brian Kilray, I'm always hey coach. coach. Exactly. How's That's why I call right. Dave coach. Yeah, Dave Cameron. Yeah, exactly. So, who am I rooting for? It would be better probably for basketball in the city if Ottawa were able to win that game and win the national championship. I'd be really disappointed though. Whoever won, if they lost the national championship mm. game, because I think it, it takes a little bit away. And look, Victoria's the number one seed. Like th- we talk about it sometimes, like it's only Carlton and Ottawa, right? Victoria is the number one seed in this tournament, so yeah, it beat some pretty good teams. But oh yeah, I'm not assuming that they're going to win yeah. the championship. I just I, I was interested to see where how you yeah. view that. Because uh, of all the success, with this if they win, if Carlton wins this year, it would be seventeen and twenty. Yes, <laughs> think about that. That's it's, seventeen uh, mind-boggling national championships in twenty years. So, I mean, to even think about the fact that if Ottawa were able to win, it would be hard. I think if they were able to beat them again, because they beat them in the OUA final, Ottawa beat Carlton. Uh, we know Carlton's history, and we were just talking about this on the break. We talked about it yesterday. Every time Carlton has lost the OUA final, they have won the national championship. Period. Oh, you can so, when you listen to Dave every Wednesday. That's yeah. I think he'd probably like to win the OUA, but it's not that number of, one. It's, it's not his big deal, right? But that's because of where that program has been and what their goals are. The women. For Carlton, they had a game before the OUA final and the OUA semis. If you win that game, you make it to nationals. Mm-hmm. That was to, to win that game for the women was incredible. But for them to go into Queens, who were the number one team in the country, and go into Queens and win by twenty, and beat the the Gales and win the OUA championship just for the second time in their history, that's massive for the women in that program. To be able to do that. So it doesn't mean that that game doesn't matter. It just, it can matter it's, differently it's different to, to different, different people. For, to yeah, different people. And for Ottawa, who has a younger team this year, they, they're they not full of seniors. 
for them to win an OUA championship and go into Carleton and win by 22? Massive. Like, they didn't win by a last-second buzzer beater. They won by 22 in Carleton. I, I don't care what you say. That's a big deal. I, I wasn't saying that. It wasn't. No, no, no I, not you. But, like, oh, I'm not picky again, eh, Graham? I don't care what people say. He texted me yesterday, Bundan, and said, I only, I only crap on him. No, no, that's not how I, I phrased it. He, he likes to go out of his way to say that I focus on specific words that he uses when, when asking a question. I was just pointing out <laughs> the two people do. that he <laughs> hosts with on a regular basis do it far worse than uh, than I do. Oh, I, I acknowledge that a lot of people do it. <laughs> <laughs> Which really says that I should be more clear, I guess, and sometimes in the way that I speak. So I'll put this one on me. I just want to make it clear I wasn't diminishing mm. what the Gigi's did. Right. I'm just saying... Speaking and listening to Dave every Wednesday, mm-hmm. that not that it's not important, but um, you've seen what, how they've responded at nationals with the final eight when they when they lose that game. Yeah, they simply don't lose in the nationals when that happens. So, but we'll see. I mean, how exciting is it that the Carleton women are off to the? I mean, they're playing today in the semis, and then the men. One today, so they're off to the semis tomorrow. And if Ottawa wins, Ottawa will play Carleton in the national semifinal coming up tomorrow. So it's all good, right? You got three basketball programs that are all going to put themselves in the hopefully in the final four. Ottawa hasn't won yet, but they're up 38 uh, 17 in the second quarter. So they're off to a really good start. And a couple of other curling updates because we won't do a big, huge, we'll do a need to know, but we won't be a Massive on top of the hour. Brent Sebleski will be on. Uh, Brennan Botcher is up 6-2 in the sixth end over Northern Ontario in the page qualifier. And Ontario's Mike McEwen. He does have hammer, but he's down 5-3 now to Kevin Cooey in Alberta. Th- this is a really weird game in the new structure of the playoffs because this is an elimination game. If you don't win this game, you're out. And... It's kind of the game before the page playoffs because there's three wild cards, but it really puts an importance, the Briar and the Scotties, of in their new structure, you got to win your pool. You got to come first because if you come first, you get into the page playoff and you have two chances once you get there. If you don't finish first, you got to work and win and win and win. And there's no second chances after that. So this is a big game. Um, uh, wild card one and Brendan Botcher's up 6-2 over Northern Ontario. And Kevin Cooey's up 5-3 over Ontario's Mike McEwen. Of course, the men's worlds going to be right here at TD Place April 1st through the 9th. And personally, I can't wait. <laughs> Should be awesome. I know we're going to have some shows down there. I don't know who exactly is going to be down there. but well, I know the boss was looking for a, a headshot, and I found one for him. He's like, okay, it's okay. I found an older one. So I have no idea what kind of head. It could be ten year old headshot. Who knows? But uh, I I know that I will be having nice probably some shows there. Looking forward to that. You guys always talk about how uh, it's fun. Yeah, how yeah, fun it is. It really is. There's there's an energy around it. So uh, looking forward to that. And uh, before Steve Bundy takes another look at your traffic and weather, we'll get to some texts at twelve twelve hundred in the next segment before uh, Brent Sobleski. Vanessa Sanchez will join us in the 3 o'clock hour. Mitchell White will join us in the 4 o'clock hour. Maybe a pop-by at some point. Hopefully a pop-by. 
Couldn't get Matt Scooby, so we'll have to settle for second best on a pop by, but that's okay. But I do want to say very quickly, uh, happy birthday to a good friend of mine, Terry. Happy birthday, Terry. Big one yesterday. It was yesterday, but it was a big one. Big number. Significant number uh, for him. And celebrated properly at the Metcalf Curling Club. Yeah. So, happy birthday. The Metcalf Curling Club, I think, closed a little late last night. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's every curling club, right? Like, like, come on. That's just not one curling club on one night. That's every curling club. It's more about that than the curling. Yeah. The but, patch, right? But there, yeah. Well, yeah. Not quite the patch because it's. Yeah, it's not a separate area. But there were people mm-hmm. pounding on the glass last night. Like, there were. There was a wild crowd watching this, the, the late game. Do you curl in a men's league or any kind to. of league? No, don't anymore. Used to. Describe a wild crowd, too. Well, probably the group that was on first and then had a couple of pops and then are sitting on the edge of the glass watching all of their friends or competitors or whatever have a big end, and they were pounding on the glass and just screaming at the top of their lungs to see what was going on last night. Exactly. He's all over the drops today. He's, get, uh, he's getting, you know what, empty in the clip. Like, just, I'm here for a short time, yeah. not a long time. And just. We're playing every drop, every song. <laughs> right oh. here, Dave. Coach, we're right here. Lever Sage, Graham Creech, Steve Bundo with you. I'll read a couple of text messages and move on. And prepare you for the weekend. Still a big weekend for the Ottawa Senators, right? In Vancouver, in Calgary. Tomorrow and Sunday, and we have all the games for you here on TSN 1200. And it's a bit of a TSN weekend reunion. One time only. Metcalf, a drinking club with the curling problem. I used to play there from Shane. Every curling club is the same, Shane. (laughs) Sounds like my beer league team. Exactly. Well, league. League, I should say. Text came in. Accident in the far left lane. Westbound 417 just before Woodruff. I literally just saw it happen. That's not great. Could have used that a few minutes ago. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen a few minutes ago. See, it just happened. Literally. Before the show's done, we need we need Bunda to help us with some math. Yes. Math guy has to bring it. I've already got, a, like, one problem so far. Why is Lee reading the text? That's, <laughs> that's a good point by you. Used to be always well, Somebody did, did you sit there when we hosted the show? Uh, I don't think so. No, I used to sit there, I think. Yeah. When did that change for you? Because you have to sit there. Yeah, Lee, I think post-pandemic. Okay. Lee's sitting to the radio left of Steve Bunda on your radio dial. Typically, mm-hmm. the host sits right across from the producer. Typically. And it, I just figured you'd do that all the time because it's been so long. But no, I for sure sat there for TSN Weekend. It's just a Lever Sage move. <laughs> Edmonton to Denver is 19 hours. Somebody has texted in. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. So. W- 
Because we were like, Dr. Bob, this is nuts, man. 35-hour drive, and you have less than 48 hours between games. Nuts. And so, yeah, somebody, John and Bell's Corners, ah, actually, that's 19 hours to Denver. So I responded. I was like, uh, game's in Ottawa, John. And he's like, ooh, fair enough. That's nutso. <laughs> I'll be hearing from Dr. Bob, and I'll, he always goes out of his way to shout out the new fans that he met. Uh, in that in the city that he's visiting, it's an amazing trip that he's on all by I, car. If you missed it, Doctor Bob, he's well. His I should give. A, I'll plug the link in a minute. But uh, he his plan was to go to sixty games this year, mm-hmm. and it started off with a lot of L's. Felt bad for Doctor Bob. Well, it's going to be over sixty because he, he he's feeling the buzz. This team chasing down a playoff spot, so he just bought tickets the other night. Uh, supporting Canadian Cancer Society, cancer.ca slash Dr. Bob sends tour. And it's Dr. Bob, not Dr. spelt out. Check him out on uh, on Instagram as he makes his uh, way throughout North America to follow the Senators. It's car camping, and he did tell us that he took a route that was one hour longer to get to Seattle than some of the other routes, but because it was more south, it was a little warmer Mm. for the old camping Mm. in the car. You can't be riding up in those northern states and thinking that the the sleep's going to be very good. So he went a different route just to get a little... I heard you guys debating, well, why would he take a route that's two two hours longer? Obviously, he's put together the planning for all of this trip. There were were reasons. And car camping, the weather, obviously wins them. That's a smart veteran move. Dr. Bob. It's probably the first thing that you'd have to think of, right? The weather. Well, I know he did. I think it was Detroit, Minnesota back-to-back. I think they played back-to-back. Um, and, yeah, so, and that was, that would have been, like, January, December, something like that. And he was, he was telling me it was cold, sleeping in his car on that trip. And he had to go, right? Like, he just, they had played on back-to-back nights. He had to get out of Dodge. Not an easy schedule, for sure. I hope it continues for him, though. It's a quick turnaround. How far is it from Vancouver to Calgary in the car? Because that's a quick turnaround from Saturday to Sunday night. Yeah, that's not too bad. I've I've done that before, uh, but just looking it up. Math guy, Steve, you should be on this. Yeah, math Feel and like, driving is two different things, though. Yeah. Because sorry, I, 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 producing, the you three, should be just plugging this in. I, I looked it up immediately, but then it was just giving me flights. It's eleven hours. Huh. Oh yeah, like, no problem, right? <laughs> like the game ends in Vancouver at eleven o'clock. The game's at what time? It locally. Yeah, it starts at seven. It starts at seven locally, so it'll be done at ten. You probably gotta call the post game show. Yeah. Say goodbye to the new fans you met. You got, you got 11 hours of driving before you get to the Calgary game, and you got to sleep. Are you going to get there in 11 hours, Lee? And you get there in about nine and a half. I was going to say, Steve. that's that's why it's like, how much is how long does it really take to get there? Yeah, but for Dr. Bob doing all this driving, safety first. Wouldn't necessarily be my first. Could still be. A little bit faster and cautious. Yeah. Lead foot and cautious at the same time. You just don't want you and Ian 
being the, the duo that travels together. Because if he's driving at, you're just backseat driving from the passenger seat, calling him Mr. Ten and Two. <laughs> Bumping re- up a couple clicks here. It's a, it's a reason why I did a lot of the driving <laughs> when the two of us went <laughs> together, okay? He got to... He got to work. I got to drive. It's, good. it's all good. <laughs> I think I spend about half an hour going, you know what? I, I need to drive. <laughs> like, I don't think I can do this. Oh, he was driving and you're just in his I ear? think at one point. He made yeah. it to Brockville and he's like, he was, oh, that's like, enough. You have a deal, right? You have a deal. Okay. Like, I'll drive this far and then we'll change and everything else. And I think once we change, I'm like, it's fine if I go back driving. <laughs> I think that's all right. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, give you a little bit about what you need to know. And Brent Sobleski, Bleacher Report.